up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, back on the mic, reunited in real life. It's been a long two weeks, Michelle, with you gone. I know you've been traveling. And it feels so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not singers. We're podcasters. No. Sorry about that. No, we got uh, voices, but not singing voices for radio. Um, just felt right. Great to have you back, Michelle. How the fuck are you? Oh, it's great to be back, Kate. Uh, football has not stopped while I was in Spain. We tried to make our episodes work, but it, this just it, there's nothing the same as talking to you on the mic and, and going through all things football. I, I feel like I've almost lost like two proper football weeks in my life I didn't I still feel the teams I still put in my bets but I just I felt disconnected from it I'm happy to be back I'm happy to be on the mic and I'm happy to be talking about week eight you and me both um I have to ask you as my just one thing with Kate for this week which I'll just go ahead and jump right into because I want to spend it hearing just quickly what was your favorite thing from traveling the last two weeks? You were in Spain. We did the remote shows on Mondays and Fridays for two whole weeks. It's been we crazy. I don't know how we pulled that off, but we did it. And so we haven't really, though, talked about Spain or your trip. How was it? That's what I want to talk about for my Just One Thing. I'm dedicating it to you. Oh, that's really sweet of you. <laughs> um, Spain is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country with copious amounts of amazing food and tinto wine so all of that said i had a wonderful time eating and drinking my way through spain the weather was beautiful um and to tie it back to sports i went to a barcelona football match which was fucking epic um they won three nothing which uh spoiler alert they haven't been winning very many games Uh, so i feel very lucky that i was there for a win um, and so outside of the food and drink, um, and just downtime spent there enjoying a lovely country, I did get to go to a game in Barcelona, ha- tying it back to my sports roots. And it was just such an incredible experience. These, these stadiums, these fans, it's, it's massive. It feels so much more epic in in Spain than it does going to a football game in America, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So it was it was epic, and um, I, like I said, uh, it was a nice, it was a nice bit of time spent there. Um, but I am very happy to be back in in this crisp fall air, halfway halfway through the football season, which is cuckoo <gasps> bird, oh, if no. you ask me. We're halfway through the regular um, season. Shit, you're right. We're just about halfway through the regular season here. But yeah, I uh, I really I had a great time. I missed being on the mic. I'm excited to dig back into football. Um, speaking of being approximately halfway through the regular season, uh, that also means we're about halfway through fantasy season. I am sitting at five and two. I am on a three game win streak. I probably should stop getting so excited about this because I'm probably cursing myself as I say it out loud, but I'm feeling good in our fantasy league. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm feeling good. And your girl even feels good with the chiefs and the chargers on by this week. And I have Eckler and Kelsey, and I'm still feeling good. So where where are you at mentally on fantasy huh. right now? You know, uh, <laughs> I love, huh. huh well, huh. Then that must be nice, isn't it? You know, it's bad when, like, I check my other two leagues before I check the Draft Queens League because. Oh, it's going that bad. It's going that it's bad. Going, it's going poorly. Although I will say there's, like, a massive chunk of people in the middle of our league, 10-team league, um, number three through six teams, 
uh, are just, first of all, um, right in the middle of the pack. So if anyone wins or loses of like the three through seven spot, because I'm in the seven spot or even eight spot, those teams are all four and three or three and four. So every week is like a crazy shakeup where if someone yeah. loses, they drop to the bottom. If someone wins, they skirt up five spots to the top. So I'm feeling like tumultuous when it comes to the Draft Queens League. I'm feeling <laughs> like I don't have my feet under me, but... Okay. Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. And I also feel very heartened that my other two leagues are going very well. And okay. one of which I am in first place right now, knock on wood, uh, working on that. Well, the what I will say to you is my matchup this week is against someone that is also three and four. So uh, as a devout Draft Queens teammate, I will do my best to beat that person in hopes that maybe that shakes things loose a little bit for you. Thank you. That would be wonderful. And uh, no, I am going to say a disclaimer that this is not collusion on the mic, just to be clear. <laughs> Hey, I'm going for wins regardless. All right. So speaking of going for wins, uh, as we mentioned, the Chiefs and the Chargers are on bye this week. That definitely means some very high point scorers are not in your lineups. I understand the sentiment there. I have Travis Kelsey. I have Austin Eckler. Mm -hmm. They have been putting up Mondo points for me in fantasy. So I'm not pleased that they are not playing this week. However, we'll get into uh, some players that you may be able to sub in for those guys. Uh, there's also been a lot of injuries to report. Um, DK Metcalf, David Njoku, Mike Williams out for a few weeks, Zeke dealing with some injury, Debo, Corey Davis on the somewhat surprising and winning Jets, uh, and late breaking uh, a Jamar Chase injury issue. So these are not names that you want to be naming halfway through your fantasy season, dealing with that, dealing with buys, trying to get, you know, get your playoff position. Uh, however, I think we've got some pretty good start sits and streams for y'all to talk about uh, for this week. We do. We do. So without further ado, let's get into it. Week 8, stardom sit'em. Let's not hesitate. Let's do this thing. In. Okay. Not hesitating. Going right in. Um, I cannot believe that I'm going to say these two names three names, honestly, for the quarterback position, okay? <sighs> I have to just take a deep breath before okay. I even say it. I'm nervous. But I'm nervous. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Look, again, you've got Pat Mahomes out. You've got Justin Herbert out. These are two guys that you're playing week in, week out, and now you're like, oh, shit, who do I play? Who's on my waivers? Who can I stream? Okay. Daniel Jones. If he's on your waivers, he probably isn't, but if he is, hopefully you can snag him if you've been holding him good for you. If you've had him and you've been playing him, extra good for you because I always poo-poo the Giants. I'm sorry, but I do. However, they are finally looking very consistent. Mm -hmm. He is playing well. He's taking risks. He's running. He's throwing. And it's in, it's in a consistent way. It's not like a one-and-done situation that we've seen from the, the Giants in years past. Um, he's produced two touchdowns in three of his last four games. I like the matchup. I like the consistency that I'm seeing. And look, there's some there's some pretty big guys that are on by this week. And you know what? Regardless of those buys, Daniel Jones is a start this week. So interesting. It's I know, isn't I can't it believe funny I'm looking it. back at like even two years ago? We'll get to Saquon Barkley at some point soon. But looking at the Giants generally and the Jets, quite frankly, like 
looking at two really, really, really historically bad teams for the last 10, 15 years, um, it's nice to see both teams rising to the occasion. And Daniel it's Jones, true. I I agree. So here's, here's the question I have. Uh, if Daniel Jones is a start, because I've heard and seen a lot of people asking this question, and I do want to clarify it in the quarterback section here, which is use, right now I would... I would probably say about 50% of leagues either do or do not have Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton, the two QB1, QB2s. We're not sure who's which, uh, but the two QB1, QB2s for the Saints available on the waivers. Now, what do we do about that? Because I have seen my opponents pick up both permutations (laughs) But they have a great matchup this week. So what happens with Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton? I mean, okay. So while, again, I never thought that I would be putting these guys in the start (laughs) situation here, the thing that I'm looking at is the fact that they're playing against the Raiders. I thought the Raiders were going to be a much stronger team all, all in all this season. They have not shown that. And most importantly, they have given up lots of yards and lots of fantasy points to quarterbacks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... I'm sort of looking at Jameis and Andy Dalton this week, and honestly, Taysom Hill, too. Like, hey, everyone, you want a cheat code? Get Taysom Hill and put him in your fucking tight end position this week because, uh, you know, uh, T- Travis Kelsey isn't playing. But I'm looking at this as there's a, a, a favorable matchup for them. Keep your eyes peeled on exactly how they're going to play out this Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton situation. I believe Andy Dalton is technically the starter, but you know the Saints? They got somebody different from every snap count back there getting the ball. I do think from a streaming perspective, this is a good week to try out one of these guys uh, while you may have somebody on by or out because specifically of the matchup Mm -hmm. against the Raiders. I'm not like ride or die quarterbacks for the Saints, but I do like this week's matchup. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels a little bit... It feels a little bit ass backwards. I'm not going to lie because (laughs) because the other side of this coin is the sit section. And um, we've talked about some of these tenured veteran quarterbacks for for quite a number of weeks now, seven weeks up to this point, we've yeah. talked about Russell Wilson. We've talked a little bit about Tom Brady. Today, I think we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers in terms of a sit because a oh. lot of these guys looking really, really shit, looking very stale. It's really hard to tell if they're going to even have a good game, no less fantasy game, a good game full stop generally speaking right yeah and the Packers have Buffalo this week which is arguably the best team in the NFL so Aaron Rodgers is he a sit this week I'm thinking yes but all these veterans are really dropping like flies fries flies (laughs) fries and flies yeah uh Aaron Rodgers to me is a sit this week Buffalo to me is probably the one team that we talked about preseason that was going to come out strong have a good season, potentially, you know, be a Super Bowl contender. And to me, they're the team that has really held that up. Like, they have come out guns blazing. They're playing strong. They look strong. They're proving people that, like, last year that coin flip was a fluke. Like, mm-hmm. they're out They're out to win it. And so they're also coming off a bye week last week. Um, the Packers just, they don't got it. They don't mm-hmm. got it. They, mm-hmm. they really don't. They're still... We're still not clicking, you know, on the on the wide receiver position. 
There's some issues with Alan Lazard. You know, there were some issues early in the week with uh, Sammy Watkins. It's just, I watch these games and I honestly can't even believe what I'm seeing. There's been, you know, games where, there's been a couple games where Aaron Rodgers doesn't even top 200 yards. So I, I don't like this matchup at all. I think that the Bills are out there to prove that they are for real. And so Josh Allen going head to head with, Aaron Rodgers this week to me is another one of those moments where they're just they're just going to come out and crush them. Mm-hmm. I really think they're just going to come out and crush them after after a bye week, no less. They're going to be after rested. A bye week, they're going to yeah. play smash mouth football. They're going yeah. to annihilate the Packers. Don't really look that great this year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to no. say. I hate to say no. it, but the whole league is upside down. Like we're in Stranger Things right now. We're in we're a little that world. We're definitely a little bit in Stranger Things. And look, to be fair. I don't really like anybody on the Green Bay Packers against Buffalo this week. Mm -mm. I don't really like A.J. Dillon. I definitely don't like any of the wide receivers. If there's anyone on the Green Bay Packers you might have in your your roster, you know, this week, it's Aaron Jones. And even that, I would temper my expectations because I just think the Bills coming off a bye are going to – crush these guys I so they, agree they just crush them I so agree I don't want to rag too much though on the on the vets here I kind of want to talk about like the more rookie skewing exciting quote-unquote I'll, ra- I'll rag on whoever you tell me to rag on Kate all right rag on one more quarterback who else are we sitting <laughs> uh Trevor Lawrence so damn what I a think, bummer I yeah look I think the Jags have been 50-50 for me this year. I've definitely seen some really good signs of life. I've also seen some things that, like, aren't great. But you know what? It's rebuilding. They're getting there. Mm-hmm, We've talked mm-hmm. about that. I like them as a team. Um, and oddly enough, as bad as Denver has been offensively, you know, you know, off the aforementioned Russell Wilson, they really have not been very good offensively. However, their defense has been really solid at keeping um, – fantasy points low for mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So again, this to me is not really necessarily a major slight on Trevor Lawrence. I think he's had a great season so far. I think there's more great things to come for him this season and for the Jags. However, if I'm looking at the matchup, uh, their de- the Denver defense has held many other quarterbacks to, I believe, 10 or less fantasy points. And that's just something you need to be aware of mm-hmm. before you put Trevor Lawrence in your lineup this week. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's right. Um, and I also like that we spent this time on quarterbacks because it is the last two weeks have been a really difficult two weeks for those, especially if you're a week eight, if you have Patrick Mahomes, if you have Justin Herbert and they're sitting, it's a really tough week because we're coming off of a week where all the Josh Allen owners are streaming off of the waiver wires and picking up another quarterback. So I'm glad we're spending the time on quarterbacks. It's a really tough week if you're any of owners of any of those QBs. So Hopefully this is helpful. However, I do want to start talking about running backs because um, we talked about this a little bit on our huddle from last week. Briefly, we'll talk about it again on Monday for our huddle segment after this weekend of games. But we need to talk about probably the biggest move that has happened in the season this year, which is our favorite. Is this one of our favorite quarterbacks, Christian McCaffrey, just to talk about on the show? He's over on the 49ers now. We're a little late to that news, but it's really important stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the thing. Uh, This this news broke last week. I, like, couldn't even believe it as the notifications were coming through while I was away. I thought it was a joke. Uh, I literally thought it was a joke. I didn't I didn't see it coming, um, but I think here here's what I think. 
I was weary about Christian McCaffrey uh, going into the season, and rightfully so. He hasn't really performed very, like, very well necessarily um, on the Carolina Panthers. However, the Carolina Panthers suck. It is a trash fire over there. Like, Absolute coaches dumpster. are getting fired. Christian, Christian McCaffrey is getting traded. Like, it's a disaster. Robbie Anderson there. got traded. It's just, so it's, oh my. So it's like, as soon as I saw his name come up and then saw it paired with the 49ers, I was like, man, that's brilliant. Like, you, you've you got Jimmy G who's been stepping up to the plate. They've obviously always had issues in their run game, but they also just signed someone that's uh, made of glass, so let's hope that he stays healthy. They have Debo Samuel. They have a strong defense. I'm, I was very excited about this trade. Uh, they really threw the kitchen sink at it. Um, their first week against Kansas City, they got Christian McCaffrey, you know, um, in the mix. He didn't blow up, but he's in the mix. He's just learning this offense. Um, I think going against the Rams uh, is definitely a better matchup. That team has not looked as good as they did coming off their Super Bowl win. I don't think their defense is as strong as it was. Um, and I just continued – I think we'll continue to see Christian McCaffrey get utilized more and more in the San Francisco offense and honestly it's it's just gonna bode well for everybody for jimmy for debo for mccaffrey everybody Mm -hmm. everybody is going to benefit from this as long as mccaffrey can stay healthy i hope so and i love this for the niners i hope so but this week at least if he can stay healthy he's a start um we should also talk about a really another really interesting player who every year continues to go up my fantasy ranking list, and that's Tony Pollard. Um, oh, yeah. I am absolutely loving him getting extra starting time over Zeke. I know that Zeke is also, we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, on the injury report. By the time you're listening to this episode, between now and Sunday, make sure you are with it for those injury updates because... It's a possibility that Zeke comes back, but he has not practiced as of the time we're releasing this show. Yep. Um, so it seems like it might be Tony Pollard's time to continue to shine. I love it. I've got him in my flex. I'm all smiles. If you can't hear it on the mic, I am all smiles with Tony Pollard. I drafted Tony Pollard in our league. He's been he's been quietly sitting on my bench. It's been a split share back there in the Dallas uh, backfield. Um and honestly, I think he's outshined Zeke already. And now the fact that we've got this injury with Zeke, I think Tony Pollard majorly, majorly, majorly steps up to the plate. Um, they're playing against Chicago. Chicago is nothing to write home about, as we know. Um, I, I'm i definitely predicting a really big um, week for Tony Pollard. Hey, guess what? If you're an Austin Eckler owner like me and you have Tony Pollard, that is a great person to be getting in your lineup this week. If there was ever a week to use him, it's right now. And uh Hey, spoiler alert, I don't really like anybody else on the Cowboys right now. I don't like what I'm seeing from Michael Gallup. I don't really think C.D. Lamb has Mm -mm. been doing very much. Dak is just getting reacclimated after the thumb injury. So I think this is Tony Pollard's week. I totally fucking agree. We're on the same wavelength. I love it. We said this before we started the show. It's Scorpio season, baby. And these two Capricorns, we are with it. We're on the same wavelength. (laughs) I so agree. Um, I am starting Tony Pollard over two people here uh in two different leagues both of whom are sits so sadly I have these people as sits in my lineup but James Robinson or AJ Dillon I have both of them sitting and I'm starting Tony what do you think about that 
I mean, I think you're making the right decision. Uh, I think James Robinson had a uh, James Robinson was involved in a trade um, last week. I didn't mention this as part of our um, as part of our injuries, but Brees Hall went down with a pretty bad uh, injury for the Jets. So immediately after that, we saw James Robinson get traded over to the Jets. He's been decent in in Jacksonville. He he hasn't been great. He hasn't been bad. But I don't think that he's going to slide right into the Jets' mm-hmm. offense and become the number one guy. I think you're going to see a lot from Michael Carter um, this week for for the Jets. And so I I don't think that James Robinson is a uh, is an easy uh, you know sub in now that he's been traded to the Jets. I think we'll see how that pans out over time. But I think you're right sitting him. I think you're right sitting A.J. Dillon uh, against the Bills. He literally has one touchdown all season. Honestly, I, I'm jumping all the way ahead to my bet of the week. But, like, Tony Pollard's going to score two touchdowns this week. Two? You say two yeah. touchdowns. I did say two <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> okay. Now I want to keep moving because I am excited to talk about it. Let's keep making our way through so we can get to the bet of the week. Tony, Tony, two TDs. Tony, two TDs, Pollard. Tony, you two TDs. You heard it right here. Um, you heard it right here. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about wide receivers. We've done quarterbacks. We've done running backs. You know what's next? Wide receivers. Um, okay. Well, this one is a little, let's start with the starts. And I learned, I took my medicine last week. I learned the hard way. I almost lost one of my fantasy games because I did not start this player who I will not make that mistake again. And that is Chris Olave, rookie, 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 Olave the rookie out of, uh, out of Louisiana. Um, we've got, I mean, he is a good looking wide receiver saint out there. He looks fantastic. Um, he's leading, literally leading the NFL, uh, in passing yards with 912 yards in the air. Uh, and it is a, I mean, he was injured, so I didn't start him for week seven. It almost cost me my week. I started Chris Godwin instead. Um, Olave had a hell of a week coming back in week seven, uh, after playing six and a half games this season, he is still the number one leader of air yards in the NFL. So Chris Olave, man, oh man, one of my favorite pickups, A, in my entire fantasy draft, and B, one of my favorite starts this week. Yeah, I, I really like him as well. Uh, this guy has uh, adapted to the NFL real quick. Um, I think the only thing that I would flag here is similar to what we talked about with the uh, Jameis Winston-Andy Dalton situation is just keep an eye on that. Just keep an eye on who's playing. Um, he's definitely getting targets. He topped mm-hmm. uh, 100 yards last week. Um, I think, again, this matchup against Las Vegas bodes really well considering he's already been getting the looks and already been doing well um but has a really stellar uh matchup this week for him okay yeah I totally agree um I'm excited about that and I think in either case as much as it is very important that we're keeping an eye on who if it's Jameis or Andy Dalton uh I think both have proven however that they do look at Olave so in either case keep an eye out but just know that he will get some looks this guy has more yards than Travis Kelsey, Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster, C.D. Lamb, and Tyler Lockett, just to name a few. So mm-hmm. we're, we're he's in he's he's in a good spot. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it. Who else are you? Uh, who else you starting? Um. All right. So this is a bit of a dice roll. Uh. And Ooh, this could fun. be fun. I love a dice roll. 
this could be for uh, owners of DK Metcalf going down with that injury, um, as well as anyone that maybe has Mike Williams, maybe has someone on the Chiefs that's on by. Uh, a bit of a dice roll, but Marquise Goodwin uh, on the Seattle Seahawks uh, stepped up uh, with, uh, with DK Metcalf being out. And honestly, the Seahawks offense has just looked way better, way stronger than I ever thought. Geno Smith has been pretty fantastic. And uh, with DK out this week, I think Marquise Goodwin could pick up a fair share of those... Uh, those looks. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I am sad to see that DK is out, wishing him a speedy recovery. Also, DK Metcalf being one of my favorite people uh, who is memeable on the internet after having be having to be carted off to <laughs> use the little boy's room for a little number two. Uh, oh, I had my a real goodness. field day with that. <laughs> Honestly, the whole internet had a field day with that. And when he, when he went off the field last week during the game, I was like, are you actually injured or you just have to go to the bathroom again, sir? Like, you can't, don't be the boy who cried wolf. Uh, no, However, I think he had to rewrite his, uh, his, his reputation. He's going to be poopy yeah. boy in, in my mind for the rest of Time. Yes, yes, he is. Now he's poopy boy <laughs> with a bad knee, and I think that Marquis Goodwin is going to pick up some of those poopy boy looks. Anyway, let's move on and stop talking about that. Some sits. Our SEO Speaking is of- going to be so... <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say shitty from Poopy Boy oh, references? Oh, there she is. Well, speaking of poop, uh, here's oh two gosh. guys that you... <laughs> here's some guys you shouldn't play. Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh. You're killing me, Pittsburgh. I just don't... Najee Harris is scaring me. Deontay Johnson is scaring me. The whole Pittsburgh fo- football team is scaring me. They are literally playing Philly this week. Philly's coming off by. Philly has been slaying it. Deontay Johnson has... Five yards per target. He's dead last. Dead last and in the NFL amongst receivers. Get him out of your lineup. Probably drop him. This is a terrible, terrible matchup for him. Um, I don't know if there are any viable people on Pittsburgh's offense other than maybe Najee. Najee showed some signs of life after yeah. I said, like, yeah. hit the eject button. But it's it's still not great. Um, sit Deontay Johnson, sit CD Lamb, and sit Michael Gallup. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I said it. I'm, I'm sad about that. I'm sad about this that. This is cause... actually hilarious. As we're in the middle of this conversation, you know, of course I have my, my Yahoo Fantasy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not looking you know, at notifica- mine. Notifications on. And I'm literally seeing people picking up Andy Dalton and dropping Jameis Winston. So <gasps> people are people are moving on these things. We're, we know what we're talking about over here. Wow. Wait, they're dropping who and picking up who? I gotta know this. Picking, picking up Andy Dalton and dropping Jameis Winston. So, okay. as I said, keep keep an eye on that one. But I do think I think that matchup's a good one, and I think Pittsburgh is bad, and I don't like C.D. Lamb or Michael Gallup this week. Very, very interesting. I have to tell you, I did a really shisty thing, and I took Geno Smith off the waivers, even though I don't need a quarterback because my opponent had Jameis Winston. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, hey, you know what? Sometimes you got to do this what you got to chess and not checkers, people. You're listening is, to chess. It is, it is exact. Actually, speaking of that, uh, by the time you're listening to this, Gus Edwards will have already played. However, in our league, I saw the news that Gus Edwards was coming off the IR, snagged him, Dropped the defense. I did whatever it took to get him. I did. I should have freaking played him last Getting week because he had two touchdowns. But yeah, hey, you're right. It's chess. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm scooping this guy. Yeah, you gotta stay one Any- step ahead. All right. Anyway, speaking of staying one step ahead, and speaking of pass catchers, <sighs> couple of tight ends here. Yeah. Um, we have been ragging on some of the vets, and I'm gonna keep on going. Um, <laughs> players you shouldn't play. Darren Waller, not interested. Not stepping up to the plate. 
Neither is Kyle Pitts. I'm so tired. Every I'm tired fantasy too. show, every fantasy podcast, every fantasy, everything. Kyle Pitts, when will he score? Guys, how much longer? It's week eight. Like, how much longer are we willing to just play this game with Kyle Pitts? He has one touchdown. He has one game over 50 receiving yards. Oh I don't care if they're car- playing Carolina. I'm over it. Like, I don't want to hear Kyle Pitts' name anymore. Don't play him. You probably should drop Dude. him. If you're holding on to him, I don't know what you're doing. I was, And I'm all worked up about it. I am so worked up about I was screaming at my television in week seven because I listen, I, I listen slash watch, but I watched the... Um, uh, the pregame show before Sunday games, and it's Matt Hasselbeck and yep. Sam and Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, who is who is who is creeping into the category which we have talked about of Joe Bucks of the world. Who I don't want to listen to Joe Buck anymore. I also don't want to listen to Rex Ryan before anymore because <laughs> all he was talking about is how good the Falcons are. I'm like, okay. What? Rex, what planet is he on? I, what, what I think he's got to retire. What is he watching? I think he's got to retire because he's throwing everyone off. I agree with Kyle Pitts being a sit this week. I am done talking about the Falcons. I don't want to hear it anymore. Full stop, period, dot, the end. Uh, I feel the same way as you. I feel the same way about Darren Waller. His stats are equally as terrible. Literally one touchdown all season, barely topping 50 yards. I don't. I don't like either one of them in my lineups. That said... I do maybe trust Pat Fryermuth on Pittsburgh. I know I poo-pooed Pittsburgh before. If there's one guy that maybe I trust, it's Pat Fryermuth. Maybe you're desperate. Maybe you have Travis Kelsey on by this week. He could be an interesting option. However, I think an excellent streaming option uh, for this week is Irv Smith on the Vikings, who are taking on Arizona. Arizona's coming, uh, sorry, uh, the Vikings are coming off by. Mm-hmm. I like her cousins. I like the Vikings. Uh, Arizona, it's always like a shootout against Arizona. So I think he's going to be coming off by feeling very fresh. Mm-hmm. And I really like Irv Smith as a streamable tight end option this week. Very interesting. Um, I had Irv Smith for a while, but I do see that he is like a major transaction trend right now. So I would gander a guess that the world agrees with you, Michelle. Uh, that Irv Smith is a great start this week. Now, I've had a little bit of trouble with who else to start because I did come off of a week without... uh, Personally, I had Tyler Higby in my lineup. I had to sort of like scrounge around, figure out who to start otherwise. I've heard from or I've seen from a lot of people that Pat Fryermuth is either still available uh, or potentially startable. So how do you feel about Pittsburgh? I know we talked about that a little bit where... We sort of cut bait with anyone except Najee Harris. However, I feel like Pat Fryermuth is just an interesting one. I agree. I Like I said, I think, like, I don't trust a lot of people over there, but if there was a singular pass catcher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go for on Pittsburgh, it's Pat Fryermuth. And like crazy? I said, you might you might find yourself in a bind with someone either injured or on by, and uh, he, he could be a, a good plug-and-play for you. Mm. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Those are all my start sits. You are... Doing great, sweetie, as they say. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh, and I'm glad we've got a an actual IRL start and sit in. This felt really good. Um, but we are not done. We teased this at the beginning of the show. You kind of already, I would, I would say, alluded to it. But I think that you've already hammered our DQ bet of the week, which we do every week. We're going to pick one bet that you should put your money on uh, because Moneyline Michelle has got you covered. So, Michelle, what is our bet of the week this week? Uh... 
Tony, two touchdowns, Pollard is my bet this week. I, I'm trying to do a little more research and see how many rushing yards I think. Maybe you, you do a little extra maybe a little extra parlay situation there. You, but I like the two touchdowns. Fuck it. Two touchdowns and, and over 100 yards for Tony Pollard this week. You heard it here first, folks. That's a big bet. I know. He's, it's, I'm looking at like some of the top you know guys from this season to see. I'm looking at like a, a Nick Chubb who's had a couple of hundred you know hundred plus yard mm-hmm. multi touchdown games. So I'm I'm putting him in 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 that boat like up there with the Nick Chubb or a, or or like a Saquon yeah. kind of week. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love to hear it. Big 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 Tony Pollard fan. If you can't tell in my voice, absolutely love it. This is going to be the week that hits. We're going to have a big old W in the Draft Queens Better of the Week bucket. Um, I love it, Michelle. Well, that really does bring us to the end. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off for the first time in in weeks? It feels really, really good to do this again. Feels good. I'm really amped up. I think my blood pressure is really high (laughs) through the roof right now, but in a a very positive way. That makes for a good show. All right. Well, uh, good to be back on the mic as always. Thank you all for tuning in while we've had abbreviated episodes the last two weeks, but we are back through the end of football season. Um, Starting today for week eight, make sure you're following us to tune in every week for new episodes. Uh, You can follow us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your shows. Follow, follow, follow us. Leave us a five-star review if you're listening on Apple right now. Go do it right now. We'll give you one second. Do, 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 do. Okay, five stars and a comment. Thank you so much. Love a review. Um, we will be back on the mic on Monday. It's a spooky, extra spooky episode because it will be Halloween. Um, but we'll be back in your earballs on Monday morning, the 31st, the Halloween day uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern time. So we'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, and go win your leagues. <laughs> <laughs>